0: Well, talk Monday, and I'm excited that you decided to tune in and meet me at the well. The well, the well. What am I going to talk about? And God again said, Ask the people. The well, the well. I want to see y'all win. I want to see y'all well. God is going to use this platform and this space to address different things that our culture needs a fresh, godly answer about. The well, the well, the well. welcome to well talk monday guys we have been having such an amazing um time throughout the entire month of february talking to men specifically about um trading spaces and just all things relationships and love and so today we have a little twist because we have two people one is a man and one is a woman <laughs> um, we have Brion and naya my big brother and big sister on here Hey, y'all. What's up? good? Listen, this couple is one of my favorite, favorite couples. Um, And so I'm excited that they get to come on here today and just share their story and share with us. So we have a couple of questions that we're going to ask. We're going to let them jump right on in. Um, I think we're going to start with culture and social media um, because... Culture and social media paint this picture of marriage. <laughs> um, and so we all want to be married. And, well, most of us, a lot of us. Um, and so we only have to go by culture and social media and, and just what's out there. And so let's go ahead and like talk about it. Culture, mm. social media as it relates to marriage. What's the real?
1: What you got, babe? I'm going to let you go on in because you know, people be out here pump faking.
0: Pump faking. They well. do be pump faking
2: <laughs> for real. One of the main things we always say is just social media is not real life, especially Thanks. when it comes to marriage. Yeah. And um, I think one of the biggest things is like this whole notion, and we talked about this a little bit, but this whole notion between like transparency and mm-hmm. privacy. Mm-hmm. And I think people today, like you can control what the world knows or thinks about, about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I see a lot of people doing that with marriages and mm-hmm. We coach a lot of couples and folks who are either looking to get married or already married, where what you see online is not what it is in real life. It's not real life, all.
0: y'all. Isn't it crazy not when you talk to them and you like, well, who is this online? Yeah, uh-huh. like, because
1: it's, y'all different. Yeah. That's
0: my alter ego. That's my alter ego. Like, what? It's what they want people to,
2: to think see, or see, but right. it also feeds, like, a insecurity, if you will, mm-hmm. Um and I think it's kind of it like this balance between, oh, what am I going to be real deep about? And right. what am I going to share with people on the surface? Right. But I, it's definitely not real life. And I, you know, I have a little pet peeve. I can't stand when. <laughs> Let
0: it out, Nia. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Tell how you feel. son. Tell people. I can't
2: stand when people, like, if you can tell when people are going through something in a relationship. Facts. And it's all on social media, mm-hmm. either through this subliminal message, through a post. Yep. Or when people communicate with their significant other
0: on post. On the post.
2: On the post. In the
1: yeah. same house. Yeah. In the same house.
0: <laughs> hi- yeah, yeah. Sometimes communicated- in the same room. <laughs> right. Y'all ain't communicated face-to-face, but y'all communicating via text. Yes. Or via a uh, post. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think social media can be used as a good thing, but I think when it comes to relationships, like, you gotta watch it. Mm-hmm. Especially marriages, and, and I think it's important as singles, like, and we aspire to be married to know that what we see is not all that mm-hmm. meets the eye. Like, that's not all it really really yeah.
1: is. Yeah, That's so much that does actually happen in between. Um, and what you get is just a caption uh, right. of one particular moment. Right. It could be how that person is feeling at that time. Um, but again, it's just, it's just not real life. And right. so we can't give you everything through a picture. Right. And. Even through our channels, what have we, we try to keep it as transparent as we can. But even during those moments, you know, I could have just had a full blown argument. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and with that, you're not gonna get that, you know. And
2: although I let that out sometimes, yeah, you do. Like, I'll, post right, you do? I'll post a picture. I'll post a picture and be like, but it is. It feeds something for me though, not for other people. So I might post something about Bree and it might be encouraging and all of that and then I'll say now this brother works my nerves sometimes right. but Today, this is what I'm going to highlight. Right. (laughs) And can I say
1: this, though? I got to say this. If we're talking about social media, uh, the culture, what have you, we have to learn that life is not all about social media as well. Uh, Yeah. And so a lot of things that you'll find yourself, uh, as Naya already alluded to, in privacy, that you got to create boundaries. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not careful, and we've uh, coached a lot of couples and also had to check ourselves as well because we're not perfect, uh, whereas you have to put boundaries around when you're going to be on social media right. mm-hmm. um,
0: and what you're going to share and
1: what you're going yeah. to share because mm-hmm. everybody should not have access to your entire relationship <laughs> right, right. and know everything that's going on because what can happen the enemy can use that as well you right know, as a tool to now cause division in your household
0: and people in your DMs, yeah all that's in them. listen that's right stay on my husband dm ah. <laughs> and, and again another piece of social media i think we see all these like perfect proposals and um like these family pictures and we have no idea what's behind them like we have no idea he cheated on you 12 times come on in 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 one month (laughs) with six different women and you gonna post this picture like everything perfect like if that's your you know that's what you're gonna do that's cool but let's be real
1: let me tell you something it ain't cool It's not cool. It's not
0: cool. Actually, talk
1: from a place of (laughs) being where you are, and that's what social. That's the danger of social media. Y'all already ever said it. It gives you the ability to actually live out a character that's not real. Yes, Um, and a narrative. Mm -hmm. Just exactly, and so just as you stated, you could have just been cheated on. Five times, but you feel good for the moment, right? Or you feel like you need to feel something, and so you post something, hoping to get responses and comments from like individuals life to boost, boost your self esteem yeah. because you're in a dark place, right? Uh, and so yeah, it's just it's just it's just foolishness.
2: I think some stuff is staged too, like these,
0: what? these the proposals, proposals right? And, right? Yes, I do to go viral. Yeah, Propose a, to me to so <laughs> go viral. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I'll right. be
2: a conspiracy theorist for a moment, but I do think some of that stuff is staged. Yeah. Like, nails done and, yeah. you know, this, like, Oscar performance of, like, the surprise and all of that. Mm-hmm. Just the, I don't know. It's a little much for me. Just proposing to me a... and my
0: sweatpants. <laughs> right. Like, so I know it's real. Right. So I know it's real.
1: <laughs> Look, they talking crazy up here, okay? You know Me and y'all better come correct, no, okay? If you're going to do that.
0: Do come correct, though. Okay, so... <laughs> The whole purpose of our interview and our talk today is basically, like I said, to like shed light on marriage because we've been talking about singles and relationships for the entire series. And so I wanted to make sure that I tapped into marriage because that is like the relationship goal for most people. And so I wanted to like shed light on it and... Um, break any myths or you know just get the real deal on marriage so that we can know what we're walking into because <laughs> a lot of times I think we want something and we have no idea mm. like we have no idea so tell me about the Hamlet love story what's the Hamlet love story
1: so I can tell you this one um, the Hamlet love story actually started way back you know, <laughs> know what I mean? in 20 it was that was took 2004 yeah. um, and Nye and I uh, worked at the same place. It was Bank of America, shout out, Norfolk, BOA. <laughs> he just put um, his fist up, y'all. He <laughs> hey, hey, there it is, right there. <laughs> and so I had the privilege of coming into a training and going back into a department that I had worked before. Uh, ironically enough, my wife was working in that department, uh, and my brother, my older brother, was her manager. So mm-hmm. he had actually told her already that she, he had a younger brother that worked at the bank. I transitioned back into that department and I was her trainer for two weeks mm-hmm. and she pump faked me for two weeks <laughs> straight <laughs> yes. and look, every Put day look every day it was one of those hey you want to go to lunch yeah sure and every day come to lunchtime I looked up and she was gone. <laughs> and so the Friday that we knew this training was over she had a slick move. Ladies, y'all can be slick like this. She had a slick move. She asked to see my phone. And I gave her the phone. not even thinking not nothing up, it up their it. phones like I that. know, I right? Not in these days, though. But that was slick. That was slick. So I really did. I had the phone. So I was like, oh, uh-huh. let me see your phone. I used to have that phone, which I really
2: did. Check
0: uh-huh.
1: her out. You know? <laughs> and she she put her number in my phone. I didn't even know that until we got, I got, I went out shopping later on that day, scrolled through my phone and saw her name. And I said, oh. Oh, so, would so you thought she
0: was the man? Would I you was mean? like, I
1: thought I really was though. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I was like, words. So I called her immediately. Two days later, I went over her house and she cooked some um, chicken alfredo. And with that, it was not for me though. It was, I was for about to say, let's it, was, clear. it was actually for her friend that she had went and picked up one of her, her uh, lion sisters. sisters. And anyhow, we like to say that was the beginning uh, forever for us. Um, I, I'm sure we will get to some of the, the dirty and Grammy uh, things of the relationship because it only took two months Mm -hmm. before us (laughs) to get there. However, we were both at a stage of our life that we have reached a level of maturity. We have Mm kind of already experienced the club scenes. Uh, We have done that, been in different type of relationships that both were just not healthy for us. And so we had gotten through a certain stage of our life where we were like, hey, man, I'm just ready to kind of just chill out. I'm done with the club scene. I'm done with all that. And we were both seniors in college. So we were already starting to look at what what is life going to look like beyond college and so we read we met we we always say this we met right at the right time because we met two months ahead of time it wouldn't work
2: yeah that's real So we actually never sat down and like just said like we're together so let's talk about that
0: right (laughs) because that's been my experience as well and what i found is that like i feel like a lot of times we feel like we have to like put not necessarily put labels on stuff, but like have this like elaborate conversation, mm-hmm. and it's like if things is just right, yep. like can we just let it be yep. right? Like can we just flow with it? Yep. You know that's what true. I mean? It's not that deep. It's not that deep, mm-hmm. and so I had to learn the hard way, like because I am one of those people that's like, no, let's have this elaborate conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, let's talk. <laughs> right. What am I right? Like right. <laughs> so, what am I like? Let's. And so I think um, it's been super freeing for me to have a situation where it's like. It's just flowing, and mm-hmm. it's good, you know? And I think people, like, kind of frown on that a little bit mm-hmm. because it, it's like, you know, you, you what are you? You know, is there a title? It's just like, we chilling. Yep. Like, we having fun. We are enjoying this season. Yeah. Um, so I want to jump to, you said, like, the two months, the, the nitty-gritty, um, because that's the part that we don't know about. Like, that's the part <laughs> is wanting to be married and a relationship that we kind of gloss over. Um, that's also important because... I think in relationships, we think that off the bat is gonna be like roses and unicorns <laughs> and good. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's the fairy tale. Like, that's what we expect. Right. And so two I months. feel like when when it doesn't happen like that, we're like, uh uh-uh. uh. But y'all are like married now. And mm-hmm. so let's talk about that.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you wanna take the two months? I mean, I, I left out something very key, and I think you need to actually hear this part of our story. Because I said I went over to our house two days later. One of the things that went down that night, uh, Naya had not yet a bedroom Not what you
2: think would went down. I'm, just,
1: I'm trying to <laughs> share it. I'm trying to get it <laughs> out. So I brought my homeboy over because she had a line sister over and everything, thinking in a wrong in, in frame of mind. Be very one. clear. Thought mm-hmm. was going down. Got mm-hmm. over there. Now she invited me to her bedroom. I'm like, yo, it's really about <laughs> to go down tonight. Uh, and I get it back. And she actually asks me to sit down in a chair in her room. <laughs> She's on the bed, and I'm just still trying to play the scene. But she begins to run off her life goals. She begins yes. to ask to run off her standards. And <laughs> her response to me after giving me all the standards was, look, I don't know what this is, but either you with it or you not. Now, what she did at that particular point of our relationship was, is helped me understand, like, hey, look, I don't need you, brother. Uh, I have standards. I have goals. I know what I'm going to do in life. I will be successful. And so I don't know what this is, but you need to know this off, off gate. So, you know, this is what you got to pursue. So it's
0: important (laughs) to go in with
1: standards. It's important to go in with standards. I had to say that before I went in because yeah, the next two months were what we considered to be a fairy tale. Um, it was because I was chasing her. It really was. Mm -hmm. And At first, I had the wrong intentions. I want to go ahead and say that, and that's going to be part of maturity that I had to go through as a man. Um, But, hey, I was chasing her, but she had standards. And from that, in chasing her, I fell in love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And then I wanted to be with her. I didn't didn't want no one else. And so our storyline literally got adjusted two months in. And I'll never forget, (laughs) because it was uh, Presidents Day weekend. And uh, we had just come off that Valentine's Day, similar to what we are right now in our conversation, right? 2019 just came off a Valentine's Day holiday. You know, now you're starting to get the real, real. Mm-hmm. And Naya had actually done some very nice, bought me an outfit and all of that. But I had some past relationships that I didn't completely close off. Mm-hmm. I thought I did, um, but I did not because I still was having conversations with previous uh, relationship females and thinking I was actually trying to console them because, of, and it was just, it was inappropriate. And so one of those relationships came to bite us in the butt, what well, bite me in the butt, mm-hmm. now was still on that in that way. Uh, which is, uh, we actually entered into a place where I, our relationship was tested because we went through a year and a half worth of harass, uh, harassment. And when I say harassment, y'all, uh, I'm talking thin line between love and hate. Oh man! <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Martin Lawrence yeah. scared to go half. a year and a half. She haven't been to. Listen, and I don't hey, look to this day. I don't. I know she didn't act alone. She uh, had, I think, a whole troop of yeah, individuals. Yeah, well, when I say breaking into apartments to wow. keying up roommate cars to keen up my car to break it into emails to I mean you name it it was just crazy I was at one point I was scared of well, I was walking outside looking left <laughs> and right like hold on it might go down I gotta be right. right but what it did it actually escalated our relationship because now we had to deal with these things together That's we true. had to navigate through getting phone calls and texts and late early in the mornings and what do you do through that right and what it did for her, you can kind of chime yeah, in. I to say, how did well,
0: you that? And
2: I think that goes back to the standards thing. Mm-hmm. So I had been through a previous relationship where dude cheated, we were together mm-hmm. four years, cheated several times, like all so I was done for, with all that. Right. Um, and so in setting those standards from Once all the harassment started and all of that, I continued to remind him, look, this is your problem.
0: Right. This is right, not something
2: that right. I'm going to own. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, yeah, she was coming at me, but every time, I put it right back on him. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is something you need to handle. This is your baggage. Yep. Yeah. You got to handle that. And so, but I still was in that mind frame of either you with me or you not. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that helped me stay in the situation was the fact that, um, This is part
0: of parenting. (laughs) Babies like him. Yes,
2: here goes the real, real.
0: This is the real. real. You want (laughs) a family? Right.
1: We're trying to do this. We've we've tried to stage (laughs) this moment and tell our kids to stay in another area of the house, but they have made their way to our. Broadcast. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> <nephew>. <laughs> but What's yeah, up? so
2: I think part of that was because I kept putting it back on him, like right. this is your problem right. that you're gonna have to deal Daddy. with. Um, I think that helped him to see my maturity in the right. situation, but I still was carrying it. Like I don't need you, right. and I think part of that was because Bye. we never we never had that conversation, like oh you're my boyfriend mm-hmm. or we're exclusive. It was an understanding mm-hmm. but we never went we literally went from that to engage got gotcha. you like so we didn't put the titles and all of
0: that on there that's so freeing because yeah. i really feel like people think or maybe it's just me shoot no, no, it's not just <laughs> like you. Yeah. i really feel like people think you have to have these like deep conversations mm-hmm. and it's like just flow yeah like and just flow. you know
2: these days well not just these days but sometimes women, we can be so thirsty Thanks. and it can, it, you can see it all over us. And I think because I had been through previous things mm-hmm. with him, it was just like, Oh, you want to come over? That's fine. Right. Yeah, I'm here. Right. Right. Or there would be times when he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to the bar, I'm going to the club or whatever mm-hmm. with my, you know, with my friends. And I'd be like, okay. And he'd be like, you don't want to know when I'm, when gonna... I'm coming back. Yeah. I... Yeah. No. Yeah. So I, And it wasn't intentional. That's just the place where I was in my life at that time. But I guess it worked.
1: So we talked about marriage (laughs) and how we got to the end of that. We don't have to go through the details of all the things that happened in those 15 months. um,
0: Who was counting?
1: I was, as you can actually (laughs) talk here. Uh, But we got to the end of that. And when I got to the end, really, she was still by my side. Mm -hmm. And that was, people always ask uh, we actually got married. I was 23. Nine was 24. And people were like, man, y'all got married so young. Why did? How did you move forward? And um, both of us had experiences, probably 45 years ahead of our time, always because of mm-hmm. older siblings or older cousins or just networks that we found ourselves in. And so by that time, we were already kind of thinking a little bit deeper. But it really wasn't that deep. It was really like, okay, after 15, months she's still here.
0: Right.
1: She's beautiful. She's intelligent.
0: Yes, yeah, she is. I'm about to put
1: I'm about to put a ring on it. Like <laughs> what What am I doing? I don't need nothing else. Right. Um, we and so.
2: actually, um, I, I'm from Maryland, and so we met in the Hampton Roads area, seven five. And um, I remember telling him I was moving back to Maryland. So we we met in like January, and I was like, look, my lease is a, I graduate in May. My lease is up in June. So I'm out, I'm out mm-hmm. right? And he thought like, "Oh, what word? I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a joke in business relationship. <laughs> I'm gonna have, do my thing here, and I'm gonna have a joke in Maryland." But come April May, he was asking me to move in with him, and it so it was it literally was expedited, and there were things that we had to work through.
1: But- we had to work through, and let me be put a very big clause in that um, because she actually she stated we did move into each uh, with each other, but we actually coach individuals not to do that. <laughs> Uh, as a result of the things that we had to experience yeah. when we actually tried to be grown.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So we shouldn't move in together before we get married, because that some weird. people think some people think that you should move in together to see how that because when you live with a person that's it's a whole nother ball game. Mm-hmm. So some people want to test test her out of whip. Test. You know what I mean? They want to see how is it. So not that we're condemning, but. Um, you don't think it's a good idea
1: to move and, in man before? And, and I'm not even going to approach this from from a spiritual lens. Right. I, I'm just going to approach this from practical, practical, practical place. It is it's just that you have certain boundaries that you set yourself up for. Uh, well, uh, temptations that you put yourself in right. <laughs> in spaces to do because you're you're there. You. You're right there in front of each other. And I know the mindset because we had the same. We didn't have that same mindset. Really, it was just one of those. Hey, you ain't going back to Maryland. Um, (laughs) You (laughs) stand right here. (laughs) This is the best way that I can think about for us to actually stay this close. And so um, with that, I learned a lot about Naya that was premature. Mm. And there are certain spaces where I just believe this. I said that you should have to walk through alone. As your whole self, being whole, developing who you are um, before you introduce yourself into that space. Because guess what? When you're in covenant now in marriage, you are in covenant. And and a lot of people like to walk away because (laughs) the young lady feet stink or (laughs) breath doesn't smell white or, you know, oh, man, I I didn't know she had that wound that I got to now care for under right. the covenant of marriage. And if I would have just live with her beforehand, mm-hmm. then that, but that really takes out the work of right. what I believe God's trying to do within your relationship. And so, um, god doesn't I believe, this is my full thought process in theology i don't think god condemns and basically pushes you and you're going to hell because you lived together before you were right. married however i believe god set that as a principle so that you don't actually now uh go through premature things in relationship right. that he otherwise didn't want you to be exposed to before you got to that covenant right. with him and because when you come into covenant with him, now he'll give you the grace mm. to go through those things that you don't have beforehand. Oh, cool. And so now that you're going to be so almost cool. tearing each other apart right. prematurely. Right. And when you actually step into covenant with him, now he's now, he has to come in because that's his word yeah. and saying, now I'm in this. I that's said, I'm going to go good, spiritual. Right? I said, I won't go go spiritual, that's but that's so later. That. I need to
0: say, I'm going to listen to this again. <laughs> so that is good. so good. Yes. So speaking of the end, um, adjustments and stuff living together so what were some adjustments mm-hmm. that you had to make um, being married and what are some benefits of marriage because mm-hmm. we talked about the tough part right mm-hmm. um, so what are some benefits of it because there are some people out here on the opposite spectrum that's like you know what I don't want to get married mm-hmm. I'm going to just play the field forever I don't want to I'm, I'm scared of marriage I've seen jacked up marriages so like what are some adjustments but then what are some benefits of being married uh, I'll start with adjustments
2: um, okay. so one of the things I, got, coach, I, got, I got a lot of <laughs> I got a lot of adjustments <laughs> I, got, all, and I and got, got a lot benefits. of benefits see? and a lot of benefits okay. I don't know. you're annoying <laughs> he's annoying in real life yeah. <laughs> some of the adjustments I would say you have to really adjust to understanding the baggage that is brought into a relationship mm-hmm. when you get married and I had to adjust to even though we live together even though you know, we had been together for some time, I really had to adjust to the fact that he grew up in a two-parent household. I grew up in a single parent household. So there were things that baggage that we both brought in as right. a result of those two situations and how we grew up, that even before marriage or before living together, I didn't realize those things were there.. Gotcha. So there were adjustments that had to be made. For example, you know, 13 years married now almost. If he tries to take, if I try to take out the trash, it's not a problem. What you doing? Yeah. (laughs) So for him, Mm -hmm. he grew up in a two parent household. It was like more the traditional roles, whatever. I grew up with my mom, but she did everything. And my mom was a G. So I felt like, you know, so there would be times early on in our marriage where I'd be like, you ain't my daddy. Right. So he could. Oh, I ain't trying to be your daddy. Yes. You. And it could be the <laughs> smallest thing, like traditional, you don't need to take out the trash or let me put gas in your car, or slightly raising his voice. Mm-hmm. And it that was a trigger for me. And right. The, my response was always, you ain't my daddy. Mm-hmm. But that was part of my baggage. So I think having to adjust to kind of, not just what realizing what my own baggage was, but being able to accept what his was and it's like a fine dance or yeah. I always say like jump roping. Yeah. Like you gotta know when is the right time to deal with certain things, move, adjust, whatever. Thanks. That's one of my biggest things. Just the baggage yeah. thing. That's, yeah. that's a good well, that's
1: that's a good thing to highlight, what have you. Uh, another thing, just out of kind of coming into baggage, um, you hear this whole uh, terminology or statement that's it's scripture but it's also something that could be in our culture unequally yoked right mm-hmm. um, Come on, but, Yoke. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's the practical way I can basically explain that is that really spiritually coming into a relationship when you have one understanding of what it means to actually be faith driven and then actually another person who now has their own baggage or own ideology or thought process or what it means to actually be in a relationship with God and I can tell you this, when we first actually met each other, we were church goers. Mm-hmm. We were not in a relationship with God. Yeah. yeah. There are two there different, are different things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there are two different things. Meaning, we we joke about this, if we don't mind sharing it. We, we were going to church and thought about joining a particular church mm-hmm. and they had an application when we went to go join this church that actually said something about drinking alcohol and we looked oh, at man. each other. We looked at each other and walked oh, and we, we was, was like, like, oh, we ain't we ready.
0: <laughs> we, we, so you know what, we, we got, really got up."
1: We got up cut. and walked away, but that was just <laughs> where we were in our, our place. But I bring it up because there were some challenges that we had to walk through. Um, we talk about the greatness and what have you, but two years into our marriage, we actually were looking at divorce. Yeah. And the reason why we were looking at divorce because I had been taught on how to be in marriage by the world, but not by the word wow. of God. And so all my homeboys right growing up or what i thought i saw about what my mom and dad were doing but they had they lived a lot in privacy they did a lot in privacy so we never got a chance to see a lot of things lived out and i say it to this day i'm not proud of it what have you i've shown my father do intimacy in a way of getting my mother's flowers but i never saw my father hug my mother i never wow. saw my father kiss my mother and so there was things like that that I just had this mindset. This is how I go into marriage. As long as she got the latest, uh, you know, wears shoes, mm-hmm. pocketbooks, things of that nature. We straight, but I was actually driving up credit cards. I was doing craziness of what I thought a real man looked like. And so, two years into our marriage, I caused a lot of emotional damage. Um, I had pushed uh, Naya away so far, and then God basically I got to rock bottom, and I gave my life to Christ. And from that now. I had to now grow in the understanding of what it really meant to be in a relationship with God. Right. And even that was a journey. And it took three years almost for Naya to actually mm. get a better foundation and fall back in love with me. And so I say that was an adjustment for us. Mm. If I could give any advice, um, then work on yourself. Yeah. Be serious about who you are in your single state. And know that marriage is actually one of the greatest, the greatest discipleship to I believe God has created. Mm-hmm. meaning opposites of being attracted, meaning it's going to take work. I tell people right. all the time, mm-hmm. marriage is the hardest thing that you will do in life. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and, and it's benefits from, I'm going to get to that, but it's benefits towards it. The benefit comes actually when you have the other person is sharpening you right. um, to be right. better, to be crafted into who God really called you to be. Right. And so you, you have somebody that's oftentimes getting on your nerves, mm-hmm. but they're they're getting on your nerves because they're hitting spots that needs to be groomed and right. needs to be developed. And so, those, that God brings that opposite uh, individual into your life To allow y'all to walk through seasons right. together Whereas now you can grow in relationship with one another And you can grow to be who God has called you to be right. But the best thing you can do before you get to marriage Is to work on your individual self yes, sir. Right. And who God has called you to be So that when you step into You'll fully understand Ephesians 5 a little bit better When it gets down to verses 30 and 31 When it talks about God creating the mystery, the miracle mm-hmm taking one whole yeah. and another whole and merging it into one. Right. Not a half right. and another half. Right. Now we can talk about the myth and that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? The, 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 the other half and a half. No, it's, it's a hole and a in the whole hole a hole in the hole. that God is now bringing together. And the only way that happens is when you actually have two whole individuals who are now found their identity in Christ. Right know who they are, not perfect, right? but know who they are, know what goals they're trying to achieve, already working towards those goals. And so now they come into a relationship with somebody else, and just as we stated, it don't have to be labeled. You're just getting along. Y'all just equipping each right. other. You're just working. And so now you naturally get to a next step in your relationship where it's like, yo, I might would well put a ring on it <laughs> mm-hmm. because I'm ready to go in covenant with God in a different territory because he who finds a wife finds a a good
2: thing. In yeah, favor. favor, okay. Yes, favor. I think that's key, though, when you talk about equipping each other. That's mm-hmm. another adjustment, because you have to really understand like the responsibility that comes with having to equip somebody else yeah. when you're still trying to work on yourself. Right. And I know early on for me, I wasn't. We were married, but I wasn't willing to take on that responsibility, which is why. You know, growing up in a single parent household, divorce for me was an option, mm-hmm. and so I think a lot of times we have to realize that that adjustment period is also about realizing the weight of the responsibility yeah. of not just working on self and all of that, but also being able to accept the fact that you have to help equip someone, someone else. else, and that's where that whole opposite attract thing. Like Bree is a visionary, but I understand that. Uh, it's my responsibility to fill in the Get fill you. in the blanks so know your role yeah you know absolutely know your role and be comfortable in that right because there's some things that can go down that you know some people might be insecure in and do you mind if we talk about the finance thing so one thing that we had to really adjust with it early on was throughout our relationship I've always made more money than Brian mm-hmm. but it goes back to that whole one thing right. His money and it's not cliche. but His money is my money. My money is God his money. God sees you as right. one. Right. Yeah. facts. But mm-hmm. I think that took some adjustment. Oh yeah. Um, especially because what the world tells you is, right. what? Who's supposed to make the money? Right. Like, who's supposed to be I the know. one that's out? You know, bringing home the bacon, if you will. Right. So. Yeah. But that equipping thing is that's real talk.
1: So benefits, y'all.
2: Look. <laughs>
0: Let's get to the. <laughs> let, let, me you you get to let me tell you something. Let me Let me tell you something. Let my brother get to these benefits. <laughs> <tell> <laughs> <laughs>
1: We believe in recreation, okay? Uh, and God, part of marriage comes recreation. So that's a beautiful thing. And let me tell you, when God is in it, hey, hey, it goes to the next level, okay? That's what I want to, to help y'all <laughs> he understand. This is the... I'm he not going to shout up here, but y'all want to hear the benefits of it, right? And then another thing that I think a lot of people miss when it starts to talk about marriage, God uh, really wants to use the marriage as a, I say, a smaller condensed version of what the church should look like. Sex. Sex. And so... Now you have this awesome responsibility that God has given you to actually mirror to a world that I'm imperfect individuals who are in love with one another, who are caring for one another, that is a benefit that gives benefits to now seeing not just your significant other in a better place, but now you get a chance to spread influence right. to others. And that is a benefit because especially when we start talking about the different margins that are in our culture today and how marriage has just been made Un, unsexy and just right. you know just like nah and who, who would think to do that or what have you it, it the benefit of it is that once it's done right mm-hmm. once you're actually equipping each other the, the words that we buzzwords we've used tonight once you're actually in love because god inspires you in that people ask like how in the world are you still attracted man that's a god thing right, right. right? you know what i mean right. now i can tell you today and i talk about this we, we talking real talk right now Hey, she walk out the shower. I'm still attracted. Okay. Hey, uh, look, 15 three years later, later. That, three babies later, three 15 babies years later, later I'm right. still like, yo, that's my
0: pool right, right there.
1: You don't get to put some clothes on. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that, yeah. That's real. But we get a chance to just be real and now mirror that to others, uh, which is why we we take joy in doing things such as life groups or what have you. We get a chance to mirror that in front of other individuals and just to be real that's a, that's a benefit that I, right. I take on uh, and, and y'all have heard it too um, when, when uh, Ecclesi- Ecclesiastes actually says that two are better than one
0: that's what it says okay
1: <laughs> so so my wife just said it and I don't I have no pride issues uh, as it relates to um, talking about our finances and things of that nature because when God sees you he sees you as one right and so I you help people in that regard, God too. You pray for something in marriage, God sees you as one. You don't have the control of who it's gonna to go to. Mm, you have oh, you, you have to steward what he sends to your household. Mm. And so um That's so th- th- that's been great just to facilitate walk through that. And it took it took maturing, it took some life lessons to get there. However, with that, Uh, We we really walk in that now. Like, yo, a benefit Mm -hmm. is that literally it doesn't matter where the increase comes.
0: Right.
1: Mm -hmm. It's now, it hits the household. And so now we're in relationship with each other. We're two. Uh, But God recognizes one. And now that's a benefit, baby. We're better together. Right. And so, you know, anybody thinking about, because I think God gives you the desire to be in a relationship. And I think that's kind of closing that that thought process out. Everybody won't be in a relationship, y'all. That's right. biblical, y'all know right. that, right? That is really biblical. Right. Um, but if God gives you the desire, the benefit again, I'm gonna say it again: recreation.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I'm I'm highlight that. I would say also that you know, hey, look, you're together. <laughs> God's using you to mirror something to a world that truly needs it because of where we are in the state of our country and in our world when it comes down to marriage. Um, and then lastly, you know, God will send increase to your house to steward well. How how well you steward. It, how will you be increasing and in your right. influence.
0: Thanks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that was so good, y'all. Thank y'all so thank much well, for, for sharing and pouring out and just equipping us as we prepare um, for a new season. Um, I think we learned a lot from y'all, just your transparency. That's one thing I love about you guys is that y'all are always just real. And I know I can definitely call y'all for whatever. So thank y'all so much. Um, but before we go, what is a myth about either marriage or dating, in general, mm. that you want to bust? That's been our million-dollar question for the entire series.
2: What's you thinking myth? hard?
1: I feel like I'm talking too much, baby. You got this one. Sorry. She thinking hard. She got that thought, yeah. that, that <laughs> bubble over her head, 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 head rubbing, rubbing her lips. Over, she like LL <laughs> Cool um, I, I think this. it's that get?
2: whole 50-50 thing. Yeah that That's like cool. oh a marriage is 50 50 and it's give and take yes it's give and take but it goes back to that god make it that miracle bringing two holes and making mm-hmm. it one and so it's really and we talk about this all the time it's 100 100 yeah now you there are times yes yeah. it, absolutely but there are times where we go through challenges in life mm-hmm. and you know, like my father passed away, we had to go through right. that together as right. one, right? So there are times when it's ninety ten, right, or right. forty sixty, but. The, I think the whole myth about oh everything is 50-50 and you're not carrying your weight or whatever like I got this portion
1: of the bills you got this yeah, portion of the bills right. it, yeah it doesn't
0: that's not matter like a like setup, setup. <laughs> it's yeah right that's a setup for <laughs> <a setup>. right? failure
1: <laughs> and it's a world mindset yeah. and so it already brings negativity into your relationship right. so you know you start thinking about it because you 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 live out those thoughts and so now when that other person does not brain the other half you don't have mm. the desire you don't have the equipping or understanding. To now, you go to God and say, "God, we have these things, and in a marriage and a covenant, God will honor that." But He don't honor that that mindset, though. Right. And right, so now right. you're thinking, "Hey, I did my part. Right, <laughs> right. I'm good. But yeah, you you at work yeah. or right.
2: any other place where you're trying to operate in excellence, do you bring fifty percent? Right. No, you right. you always trying to aim for at least a hundred. Right. right? So why enter into a marriage like thinking all myself. I got to bring is my 50 right. and then he better bring his 50. Right. Like it, it definitely doesn't work like that. That's yeah. good.
1: And that you got to have uh, this, uh, this other myth I want to break when it comes down to relationship is that I got to have everything together.
2: Ooh.
0: Before yeah. I cross Zax. over, that's a man thing. <laughs> that's a man that, thing. You think it's a
2: man
1: yeah, thing? Yeah, it's no, a Friday no, ego thing, right? Yeah, and I, I can argue. I, I can see how y'all can argue that. Yeah,
0: go ahead um, and unpack that,
1: bro. But uh, <laughs> hey, look, listen. Brothers, if you're listening to this, (laughs) and sisters, you can hear it too. You know what I mean? To be able to use it as few, um, you know, (laughs) uh, you don't have to have it all together. But I got to say this to you, sisters, as well. You got to be in a position where you recognize that as well. Because the culture can tell you and the world can tell you that that brother better have A, B, C, D together. If not, I ain't giving him the time of day. And the reality of it is, just as you heard a little bit of our love story if that was the mindset that I took with our relationship, we wouldn't be here today. Right. You know, I was still getting it together in a lot of ways, yeah. at that stage in my life, and I still am right. <laughs> to this point. Uh, and so, hey, yeah, I get it. You should have some standards, though. I ain't telling you not to have no standards right. out have here. Standards, what have you? Yeah. Have some standards <laughs> out here. However, don't think that they got it, uh, Already have a million dollars in the account, or right. already have everything figured out as it relates to their career. They, if they got a job, if they actually have a vision right. <laughs> of what they want to do with their life, you have something to build upon. Right. And so, um, I want to I want to break that myth down. If I, I can. think the
2: standards thing is about self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yes? You, you can't set. It, it, I think you can't set standards for somebody else. No. You can be clear about what your standards are. Right. But that's where that question came in for him. Either you with me, or it really, what a question? I guess it was just a statement. Right. Like, this is who I am. These are the standards and goals that I have for myself, which will be accomplished with or without you. With or you. without you. Right. right. So, so you I kind think of it out there. Yeah. But still be flexible in your thinking or whatever when right. it comes to um, the relationship and. Making sure you got to check off every single box now. Right. Because we have these boxes. Yes, honey. We do.
0: <laughs> Lord. It's been so much fun, y'all. Thank yeah. y'all so Thank much. Um, appreciate you. Uh, so now is the time that y'all plug yourselves because y'all have some amazing things going on. So I'm not even going to tell the people. Y'all tell the people. And tell them where they can follow y'all and find y'all. You got
2: that, baby? Uh, well, I mean, this conversation is really <laughs> what what we do. Yes. Um,
0: and as
2: Vanisha said, like our goal and our aim is always to just be real and transparent, and hope and pray that our authenticity is what draws other people to Christ, to marriage, etc. Um, so we do have a platform called Infallible Destiny. Yes. Um, you can go to infallibledestiny.com um, we do focus groups we um, date have nights. date nights and then we do this culminating experience once a year called the Infallible Destiny Relationship Summit um, it's actually coming up this March, March 22nd and 23rd in Richmond but you can get more info on the website. Um,
1: and that's open to everybody. We yes.
2: Yep.
0: Singles Yes. Married people, the, the, everybody.
1: Dating, we say it like this, singles, dating, engaged, married, divorced, confused, confused frustrated. <laughs> everybody. Yeah, yeah. everybody.
0: <laughs> but I the reason it.
2: that we do that is the same reason that we're having this very conversation. Right. Because there are things that we wish that we knew mm-hmm. when we were single and trying to figure ourselves out that we didn't know and coming in into marriage. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so, so you have that and under the Under the umbrella, you can actually just find us in every way. Um, So we have Infallible Destiny. That's the biggest platform under a larger one, which is called Destiny Word. So um, Naya didn't say this, and I thought she would, which (laughs) is uh, she actually has a women empowerment movie called Forever Free, Free that you can also find. Uh, th- by going to our website, DestinWord.com. She's trying to and,
0: be humble. Yeah, she's trying crazy. to be humble.
1: she <laughs> got to be humble. And... I'm
2: still a baby in this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and so, you know, the last piece is that I actually do male mentoring uh, throughout the Richmond area. And yeah. so these experiences have just already just been birthed through different, uh, if you will, school of hard knocks, mm-hmm. things yeah. that we've had to go through in life that we don't want other people have to have to go through. And so we can share just a little bit that can Change the trajectory of somebody else's life. That's that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah. that's Well, thank y'all. Thank you. I love y'all. We, we love, love you more. Too. All right. <laughs>